So it's Buddha Spanglish, and basically you can speak English. You can, you know, put Spanish here and there. You're more than welcome. Is it a requirement? It's not a requirement. Okay. No, but. Está segura. Yes, I'm very much sure. Okay. okay. Nomás me quiero clara. Okay, so a thing that I want to do now, I didn't do it with mom and I kind of regret it. You're my second guest. Oh, why am I not your first? Well, because you know mother. Uh, Well, I have a really like RDJ personality, Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Downey Jr., just in case you didn't know who RDJ was not. Um, So if I'm not first the next time, I will walk out. Okay. 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 <laughs> sure. Anyways, what I want to do and incorporate in this podcast is have a, our guest pick one Spanish word that they'd like to teach the listeners who don't know Spanish. Okay. Can it be any word? I'm scared to say yes, just okay. because I know who you are. <laughs> but you know what? I told you in the beginning that you can be yourself, so go for it. Can it be one word or can it be like like two a phrase? Words? A phrase? It could be a word or a phrase. Okay. Do I say it now? Yes. Okay. So my word or phrase oh is a la verga, <laughs> and it's a very beautiful phrase. If you just say it slowly, a la verga, it's it's a very beautiful phrase and so if you were to say a la verga to you know someone who doesn't speak spanish they wouldn't really know the impact that that word or that phrase carries right um, but if you are a spanish-speaking individual you will know um just the beautiful meaning behind that word yeah and so would you like to explain to the listeners what that beautiful meaning is uh go fuck yourself <laughs> oh my gosh and so it's really a phrase that can be used in any sentence uh-huh and I feel like it's not incorporated enough in today's youth. Okay. So, if you go forth and use that word or phrase... Yeah. You didn't hear it from me. No. No. I take forward... My name is Guadalupe Salvador Sosa. I endorse what I just said. <laughs> um, my thoughts, feelings, views reflect my own and not the studio. <laughs> the studio. Okay. So, thank you. Of course. Are of you course. excited? For? being on the podcast i am i am i've never been on a podcast before i'm a little nervous uh-huh. um so please excuse me if i get a little tongue-tied or if i talk too fast or too slow or too loud or too you know quiet so right so just, just let me know we'll let you know all right something or no, 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 no okay 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 ready I'm ready. Hey all, welcome to the second episode of Pura Spanglish. I'm your host, Jackie Sosa, and for today's episode, we have another special guest joining us. His name is Salvador Rivas. He is my older brother. And so for today, we are going to discuss drum roll, please. Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The future. Ooh. Future as in the singer or future as in like tomorrow? No, future like in someone's future. Someone's future, so it's not my Your future. Your future, my future. My future, the future. Oh, okay, okay. So not the singer? No. Okay. I, d- I don't know nothing about the singer. Okay. Um, no offense to future. Is it the creator? If future's listening, um, she means no offense. I mean no offense. Thank you. Thank you for that clarification. Of
like I said, we're going to be talking about the future. I will introduce, you know, the subtopics and try to lead you in the right path that, that I think we should take okay. forth. Okay. 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 So the first subtopic mm-hmm. is preparing for the future. Okay. So here's my question. Sure. Can you prepare for the future? To some extent, you know. Uh, when you think about the future, you also have to take into account all the different variables that it brings. You know, no one can accurately predict, you know, what's what's in store for us, what's going to happen. And the best you can do is honestly live in the moment, um, plan for what you can, uh, but also recognize that, you know, not everything is in your control and uh, you have to accept it. I know for a lot of people, it brings a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. um, but I, I mean, that's part of life. It's recognizing that you can do everything right you can plan for absolutely every worst case best case scenario that you can possibly think of and some you might have thought would have never happened will come you know come around the corner and it's just going to leave you you know stranded and so I think it's really important to just have a perspective where even if you do all you can you know there's always that possibility that it's not going to work out and once you accept that, I feel like it really lifts a giant weight off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for me personally, I mean, I loved planning every aspect of my day, of my life. I had a lot of goals that I wanted to reach. But then something happened. I had a kid. I didn't expect to have a kid at 20, mm-hmm. you know, 21. And so it wasn't really something that I was planning on doing. You know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to finish my degree. I wanted to be financially, you know solid and have a home and you know, there's so many things that I wanted to do uh, and don't get me wrong you know having a kid doesn't doesn't really stop you from doing those things it's just your priorities change and when your priorities change your future changes you can plan for what you can and then just recognize that some things can change and just you have to be fluid you really do you can't be um, you know steadfast or you can't be rock solid you got to be like water you know you got to be flexible you got to be uh willing to adapt to your environment and um just be fluid with with the future i mean that's the best way i can explain it or describe it yeah i would totally agree you can do so much until like you overwhelmed yourself and then obviously you can't plan for everything yeah i agree so you said you can't plan for the future so my next thing is how do you plan for the future I think it's the little things. A lot of people tend to set what they perceive as realistic goals. Mm -hmm. Um, When I say what they perceive, everyone's going to have like a different definition of what a realistic and unrealistic goal is. And so I think when you want to plan for the future, it's it's all about the little things that you do on the day-to-day basis. Uh, For instance, let's say Susan... Uh, is very desperate to buy a new a new vehicle mm-hmm. uh, because the vehicle she has doesn't work. Uh, Susan wants this brand new Maxima, and those are very expensive. Um, and there's a lot of maintenance that goes into it, and a lot of things you have to take into consideration, like gas, uh, yearly maintenance, insurance. Uh, with a Maxima, it's kind of more of a luxurious vehicle than the normal ones, and so insurance does go up and not a lot of people realize that uh, until they're really exposed to it and so that's a great goal but to get to that goal it's going to take a lot of little steps you Mm -hmm. know everyone wants to take that giant leap forward 
Um, and a, a favorite phrase that I like to say is it's not about, you know, the destination, it's about the journey there. And so yeah. you always have to work towards that goal, you know, every day. And, and it's it, those little days add up, you know. Mm-hmm. So my recommendation of Susie would be build your credit score. Mm-hmm. I mean, credit is everything in this world right now. Uh, if you want to apply for a loan, buy a car, buy a house, get a credit card, everything relies on on credit score and so that's the biggest thing you can do uh susan could do you know to buy that vehicle and then save um right now unfortunately with inflation increase mm-hmm. saving your money doesn't really do a whole lot because it tends to lose its value quicker than it does gain its interest um but at the end of the day you can still save and a lot of it is patience and that's something that our generation has the hardest time with is patience you know because everyone wants that end result everyone wants the the prize the goal they want it and they want it now but it's like i said it's about the journey you know and you got to work for it and you got to earn it and it's not really about what you deserve or what you're entitled to it's about what you worked hard for and so that's that's my opinion on that no yeah i am susie for those of you listening (laughs) um i would say that waiting period i obviously i have a maxima now that's why i want a newer Maxima just because like I'm used to that car and it's like my comfort zone and everything and I know everything about it but obviously there's changes from my 04 Maxima to whatever model that I want to get or hopefully am going to get in the near future but I've been wanting this car for like more than a year I think now and it's just it's frustrating like you said you have to go through the wait and everything because like it'll teach you things but it's frustrating because in that way, you'll get obstacles thrown at you mm-hmm. that I, I guess could build you for the near future too, though, mm-hmm. because I've had to put in so much money into the car that I have now. And I feel like that, that money is, that money honestly is getting taken from my savings and some of my mom's as well. So it's kind of like, it's frustrating. And I guess it teaches what it has taught me is that like having a savings account is very important mm-hmm. because before I think before college I didn't have a savings account I just had my checkings and I think you were the one that recommended opening a saving savings account mm-hmm. which I did and so that I guess that kind of helped me preparing myself for the near future just because like there's emergencies and obviously you're gonna need mm-hmm. that money to fall back on but the waiting period has taught me hopefully I don't have to spend more money on my old car and I can still save for the mm-hmm. new car mm-hmm. but yeah but uh, at the end you're better for it you know because the whole time that you could the time that you spent building your credit score mm-hmm. um had you been impatient you could have lost that and you know not to go into too, too much detail i've seen your credit score and it's amazing mm-hmm. it's impressive for your age and it doesn't carry that way right now uh, but you'll realize how much of a difference that's going to make when you do want to buy this car. Because not only will your interest rate be lower, mm-hmm. your monthly payments are going to be lower. And dealerships tend to give people with better credit scores great deals. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to go with you the day that everything finally lines up and you're able to get the vehicle you want. Because I remember when I bought my first car. You went by yourself. I, I know I did. <laughs> but I was impatient about it. I didn't wait. I didn't save nearly enough as I should have. My mm-hmm. credit score was not where it needed to be. And it bit me a year later in the butt. Yeah. But like I said, you plan for things and things don't work out. Because had I not been in the position where I lost that vehicle, 
a year later, I had my son. Yeah. And I was paying $800 a month for that vehicle with insurance mm-hmm. and the monthly car payment. Jeez, and then moving out and doing that, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. So, you know? so things are like blessings in disguise. Some of those obstacles, I think I would say. Oh, absolutely. And it's just about counting your losses, recognizing your mistakes, and working towards a better future. I had the, I had the, um, the privilege on Halloween to sit with an ex-Navy officer um, and we kind of just talked back and forth. We talked politics, we talked religion, we talked um, the pandemic and just kind of sitting there and just really soaking up that, you know, all the information that he was giving me about his experiences, how it was like in the Navy as an officer. Um, he, you know, he got his MBA, uh, working in business, real estate, investing. And honestly, if you ever have the chance or the time to kind of find someone who has wore multiple hats, who has, you know, seen life at many different stages, I recommend it because the amount of information, the amount of wisdom, knowledge, and insight that they have, I mean, it'll help you. I mean, it'll help you. And I'm a big believer in learning from your mistakes, but Mm -hmm. knowledge is power. And so if you can find a mentor or someone older than you that can kind of help guide you and give you the information uh, that you're missing out on. I mean, it's 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 a giant, you know, leg up from your competition or from right. anyone else, for mm-hmm. sure. And so I think that's also a good tool to use for preparing for the future is having that insight, having that knowledge, having that mentor to help you out. Obviously, you're my older brother, so I listen to the majority of the things that you say. But growing into college, I didn't know that having a mentor would be so beneficial just because, like, Obviously, when anyone goes to college, they're just kind of like, you're thrown, it feels like you're thrown into something that you've never experienced, which is true. For me, I was just like, what? I used to go home, or wait, I used to go to class, come home, go to work. I wouldn't like stay at a state or like on campus just because like we live here. And so it was easier for me to just come home and do my own stuff. But meeting these new people, getting a mentor, being later becoming a mentor, I've learned that if you have that support system you can lean on, it can be a lot easier and you can learn a lot more from them with their experiences and then the experiences that you have on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, it's you can never be too strong in your ways. Like I said, referring back to my reference, you got to be water. You got to be able to be fluid and adapt to your environment because through adapting is the only way you can grow and you know succeed and and move up in the world for sure. Okay, I agree, I agree. Okay, moving forward, if you can tell us, obviously you don't have to tell us like everything or whatever. Sure. What are your future goals? Uh, so I'm very ambitious. <laughs> My future goals look, you know, for, for the longest time I didn't know what they look like and very recently I got some clarity. Um, in the near future, uh, I've, we've been, me and my wife have been very blessed to inherit some land from our side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, good land, about two acres, uh, out towards the Valley View District, uh, where we can survey, you know, clean up, build our home. Mm-hmm. My future looks like building a home, mm-hmm. uh, building a home right next to ours, attached to our house, where my mom and sisters can live in there whenever they need to. Um finally finishing up my degree 
mm-hmm. you know that's the biggest regret that I had going back to what you said you know going into college you're just kind of thrown I was a very stubborn young individual I <laughs> did it all by myself I thought that I was the hottest stuff and I didn't need anybody um and it's you know it was a phase and I'm, it's a phase I'm glad I went through young because I realized how wrong I was and you know if you're that person that you know that it you did it all alone and you achieved it all by yourself, you know, congratulations, you know, that it takes, a, you know, a special kind of person to do that. Um, but no, I failed. I fell flat on my butt. And so I, I, I just, I learned that I can't, I can't keep putting myself in positions to fail. And so, but I learned from that because then mm-hmm. I started putting myself in positions to succeed. And so, and it's, and like I said, it's always growing on the little things. Um, but finishing my degree plan, starting my career. My wife is fixing to finish her college degree in, in May of 2022. And then she'll start her career and work on her master's degree. And so the future's looking bright. You know, it, it was years of struggle, years of not knowing what to do. And, you know, sometimes life is hard. Um, I'm the only financial provider at the moment for my family. And I can't tell you how many nights I've laid awake, stressed, anxious, fearful of the future, not knowing what to do, what can I do better, uh, just trying to figure it out. And it's a burden that you never want to burden others with, you know, because mm-hmm. being being the only male in the, you know, being the head of household in your family and then being the oldest, you know, in your other family and being the only male in that family, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weight that you tend to carry that you don't really open up about, you know, just so you don't burden others or make them feel bad or anything and it was hard growing up like that but at in the stage that I am right now um I don't feel that way anymore I feel like I have a good head around my shoulders um Mm -hmm. a lot of it came from anxiety from not knowing how to lead uh lead my family and stuff like that but that's something that I've you know learned to kind of grow out of and my you know mentality and my mindset has changed on that but near future sorry keep <laughs> keep trailing away uh you know yeah uh building my home finish me uh, my degree plans are my my career in medicine law or business it's, the, so it's you don't know which one yet no and that's something that i've always struggled with as a mm-hmm. kid you know i've always wanted to go into medicine and then something will happen i want to go into law uh, and something will happen, I'll go into business, and it's just those three where it's, it's you difficult. You can, there's careers out there where you can mix all three. I've thought about, you know, being a medical lawyer with his own business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with his own firm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just one of those things, and that's something I'm still, you know, trying to figure out. And that's another thing about the future. You're never going to have it figured out. Mm, you know, that's there's, true. It's always going to be something you think about whether you like it or not it's always going to be something you want to work towards but that's it's the future is there for a reason and it's to keep you with a purpose and keep you with something to continuously to work towards you know Mm -hmm. because we all need a purpose right you know an empty mind is the devil's playground you know Mm -hmm. a bored mind is the devil's playground whatever the saying is so it's important to have a purpose and to keep you know your mind busy and your body busy and it's important to just keep working towards something so for right now, that's what my future looks like. Uh, get my kid into kindergarten. Hopefully, he'll go to Valley View, where I went to school, where you went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe potentially having another kid. We'll see about that. Um, but right now, my future looks good. It looks mm-hmm. like paying off a lot of debt. Not a lot of debt, but <laughs> <laughs> paying off, you know, some debt and mm-hmm. just kind of getting back 
you know, where we were, you know, before the pandemic and stuff like that. Yeah. So you told us your future. You kind of told us a little bit of how you're preparing for that in the sense, but how would you say you can better prepare for that if you can? No. Um, a better way that I can prepare for my future is I know I want to do a lot of things. I know a lot of these things are going to cost money. I'm learning how to uh, invest the right way, whether mm-hmm. it be real estate, property, businesses, uh, learning that it's important to have some, you know, passive income, uh, other other income other than just from one main source, especially during this pandemic and with uh, all the inflation. And honestly, if you did not get a 5.4, I think it was 5.4 pay increase, you actually ended up losing money this year. Like, it's ridiculous because if you were making the same you were making last year, you actually lost money this year, you know. And a lot of people don't understand how that works. It, it all comes down to, like, the value of the dollar, right? Mm-hmm. And the value of the dollar has decreased. And so... If you didn't get that raise, you're losing money this year. And so learning better, better preparing financially, I think, is the biggest one that I'm trying to work on right now. Um, finding those mentors that I can work with, that can teach me what they know. You know, the best thing you can do is find a mentor, you know, knock on doors, um, figure out, you know, what you can do better. And a lot of it, you know, will come to you with time. And it's about knowledge and opening yourself up to wanting to learn and all of that. And so that's what I'm doing right now. A lot of it's also spiritual, you know, being a man of God, being able to lead my family spiritually and through God and doing what is right. No, yeah. My favorite Bible verse, you can actually see it right behind you. It's Isaiah 60, um, 22. And it's when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And I think that's what that main Bible verse has helped me just because college is hard. Not only am I like, I guess you went, but you didn't go through with it. So I guess we were, we are both first generation college students. Mm -hmm. So like you have that pressure and it's like, I know I graduate next May too. And I'm over here like, did I choose the right career path? Am I doing the right things? This, this and that. And like, there's a lot of pressure in itself. So it's, like you said, you have pressure in your life and yeah. in your future goals. And I feel like it's the pressure that we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like that pressure is created, I guess, by ourselves, but I guess by the by society too. In the sense that, you know, there's a lot of pressure to do a lot of things a certain way. And if you don't meet those expectations, then you're not perceived like successful successful yeah Uh, your environment definitely does that and so does social media i mean everyone's always you know looking at social media and seeing how sally and susan and john and chad are doing you know like Mm -hmm. julie just got married sally just had a kid Mm -hmm. john just started his successful career in business you Mm -hmm. know chad's over here making millions off you know bitcoin or you know Mm -hmm. gamestop you know it's it's really bad, you know, because when you compare where you are in life uh, and you start to compare that with others, you know, it can really put you in a very, like, very bad mindset. But you have to realize that everyone's in different stages. Everyone has different, um, you know, means of success and success looks differently for others. Okay. Moving on to the fun topic. Okay. My favorite topic. All right. All right. Out of the future's future goals. I think I'm going to name it future goals. Okay. Um, this episode. Okay. So 
bucket lists. Okay. I think that's a fun thing because obviously a bucket list is something that you would want to do in the future or yeah. like things to accomplish yeah. until your last day. Mm-hmm. So do you have a bucket list? Oh, yes. What is your bucket list? Okay, so it's kind of long. Is that okay? Oh, go for it. You're going to share... You're going to share some. I'm going to share some. Okay. Um, I th- uh, Meeting Robert Downey Jr. in person. Uh, honestly, yeah. Right. Let me put that. Let me add it. I mean, whew, I would I would pass out. Like, I don't I, I don't think I'd be able to speak. Mm-hmm. I think I'd just want to hug the man mm-hmm. and not let go. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp. I'd love to meet Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber Heard's a cunt. Uh, but I love Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought you had said something and then I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Anyways, what did you think I said? I'm not going to repeat it. Go forth. Meeting John, Johnny Depp. You're a pervert. I did not stop. Meeting Johnny Depp. Meeting Johnny Depp or Ryan Reynolds. I feel like meeting Ryan Reynolds would be really fun. I feel like too. Because I don't know if you'd be serious or if you'd be like right. Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't know. I think that'd be awesome. Well, him and his wife's relationship is very, like... Playful. Playful. So, I feel like like... he's a playful kind of guy. Well, that's his wife, too. I mean, you never know how he's going to be with a total stranger. Well, that's true. But I feel like towards his fans, he's going to be, um... Not that same playful, but also, like, not serious. You know what I mean? No, no. And definitely The Rock. I would love to meet The Rock and just give him a fist bump while he calls me brother. I feel like that's, like, the (laughs) ultimate, like, end goal. Like, mm-hmm. if I could just meet The Rock, fist bump him, be like, brother, you know, I can, right there and there, God can take me. Like, I completed everything Bruh. in life. Hello, Wills. Uh, those, those are some things on my bucket list. So, those are meeting people. Do you yeah. have, like, anything else on your bucket list that's not, that doesn't include, like, Oh, yeah, tons, tons, okay. tons, 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 tons. Um, I am obsessed with, with building my home and inside my home building an armory. Uh, uh, and uh and you know my wife and i have discussed it she's all on board you know the room would basically basically be like in the center of the house reinforced walls reinforced door and so kind of like a safe room yeah safe room with you know you had your surveillance room inside the safe room and you had like guns absolutely everywhere and then bows, arrows, swords, spear shields, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. just something something cool like that. I feel um, like it'd be really cool if, like, that room, you had to have, like, your fingerprint to go in. That's the plan. Oh, for real? Yeah. Wow. And so, uh, uh, initially, the end goal would be having something like that and then allowing the kids and then some family, not all family, some family, to be able to enter that room. And then... Hannah and I just uh, fell upon a website that um, I'm very patriotic. So it has the woodwork of the American flag. Um, But if you enter a code or a fingerprint, you can open it and it comes out with like secured weapons in there Mm -hmm. that we can just hang around the house. I'll have to show it to you. It's really cool. Mm. Just select there's always a weapon nearby. Interesting. Um, I'm I'm just a very big like Second Amendment right kind of guy. Yeah. And so I think they can figure that out. I like it. And so <laughs> um, another thing on my bucket list is figuring out our family crest. And so when we do build a house, I want a giant front main gate, and in the main gate, I want the letter R mm-hmm. on a shield, and then the family crest on the other one. Okay. So with two like strong marble lions on each side. <laughs> So that's that's kind of something I want to talk to you about, actually. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, you know, 
I'm Jackie Sosa. I introduced myself as Jackie Sosa, and he intru- and I introduced him as Salvador Rivas. Mm. So in the Latinx Hispanic culture, you are born with two last names: your mother's maiden name, mm-hmm. and then your father's last name. Mm. So that's why I prefer the name Sosa, and which is our mother's maiden name. And you prefer you prefer Rivas. Rivas. Is there like a certain way, a certain reason why you prefer Rivas? I do, and I love our mother. Mm-hmm. And I know mother's family has been amazing to her. Um, but that is not her biological last name. Gotcha. That is her adopted last name. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with Sosa. And mom's maiden technical name by what she knows is Cordero, which is a cool last name. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot cooler. Um, but in the end, it's still so much uncertainty with it. And not, I guess, the lack of knowing you know, truly, and I know that's hard for mom, uh, but the, the reason why I stick with Rivas is because I know that I am a Rivas, you mm-hmm. know, I know our father is a Rivas, mm-hmm. and that is something that is solid, you know, that I can hold on to versus, you know, Sosa, because at the end of the day, we're, we're not Sosas, we're not related to the Sosas, we have no blood with the Sosas, oh, <laughs> they're still family, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it's not, a solid foundation to hold on to and knowing that I am a Rivas and that I can look back at the Rivas lineage and know Mm -hmm. that's what I'm a part of. I think that's why I hold on to it. It's nothing. It's not that I prefer our father over our mother. Our father hasn't been present in our lives for most of the years, but Mm -hmm. it's knowing that even though he hasn't been present, that's still my last name. I think I kind of have like a similar thing to that but kind of like the opposite like obviously well first of all jackie sosa sounds a lot better than jackie rivas if i'm if i'm being honest um that's a majority (laughs) of the reason why no but my thing is the sosa last name not to be like so negative about it but like no one with the sosa last name has really done much for the family does that make sense yeah like yeah the family's nice and everything but you know, there's a lot of drug addicts, this, this, and that, family crime, issues. Yeah. yeah. I feel like with wearing the last name, I could bring something positive to you the... bring honor to the yeah. family. Yeah. Oh, my God. Me, have my little Milan moment, yeah. actually. Yes. But, you know, nothing... No one has done anything successful for the Rivas family, that either. That is also true. And that's the beauty behind it. You're a Rivas and a Sosa. That's true. And so whether you identify as Sosa or Rivas, technically either way, it's correct because they are your last names. You'll be bringing honor to both families. There you go. Anyways, we got a little off topic there. Yeah, um, but that's, I mean, that's why I hold on to R and that's why my son's last name is Rivas because mm-hmm. for one, I didn't want him to have two last names, but for two, it's the only blood that I can give him that I know is a Rivas, Rivas blood. That makes sense. And so that's why I wanted to be an R and a shield on one pillar and then the family crest another pillar. And I'm obsessed with symbolism. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I think it's really big. And I want to create and design rings for my, for my family. Um, I would have one ring, which would have the... I'm still working on the design. I don't know whether or not to have the family crest and on the points have the birthstones mm-hmm. or or something like that. But I wanted it. I wanted it something to be that I could give to my son and to any other children I have that is a fairly family heirloom that they can pass down to their children. You have the family crest, the family name, 
and then you have the family rings. Uh, something I can give to my son as the oldest. I would give my ring to my son as the oldest, and then any other children, they would have their own rings. Um, but that ring that I would have would always signify the firstborn son. Cute. Now, as the godmother of your firstborn son, can I get on this ring action? Absolutely, because at the end of the day, you are a Rivas. You know, and then once you marry, you know, whether you decide to keep your last name or change to your husband, or if your husband wants to take, or wife wants to take your last name, that's their choice. Um, Imagine. But <laughs> anybody who shares our blood and our views will get the rings. And so that's something yeah. I really want to do. I'm really excited for it. My that's wife definitely really cool. with it. Yeah, you know, something that I can pass down gives as a me, fam yeah. family. It gives you pride in your last name because when... I can't tell you how frustrating it is when I introduce my name. Sometimes I feel a little weird about it because mm -hmm. I feel like it's either too long or too weird to pronounce. And I can't tell you how many people butcher it. And it's so disrespectful. And I don't think they realize they're being rude and disrespectful. But so many people can't pronounce. And so it kind of gives you that that honor and being a Rivas. And it gives mm -hmm. you that, you know, that reassurance that you have a strong name, you know. And, and the Rivas family went on to do a lot of strong things. You know, our ancestors did. And um, our last name actually originates from a town between France and Spain. Yeah. And so, uh, and it originated by, by fishermen mm -hmm. or from a river clan. And mm -hmm. so, it's nice. And so, that's kind of something I want to do. I want to design a ring for the men and then I want to design a ring for the women and something to be proud of. That's most definitely something that I've never really heard about. But it does give me very much like Vampire Diaries, the Gilbert family. I will not, I would be lying if I said that wasn't my form of inspiration. To not only that, but your child's name as well. Okay, so he was totally, okay, so Lark, I picked out a Lark. Mm -hmm. um, I had like 30 names of children names that I wanted on there. Uh, Grayson was on there, and so a Lark was also on there. But I wanted a Lark to be the first name. Uh, my wife said no. <laughs> um, later on in life, did she tell me she wished she would have made a Lark the first name? But, Alaric yeah. Grayson. Well, I mean, Grayson Alaric sounds a lot better than Alaric Grayson. Yeah. So, we're also that family that wants to do, like, funny things with initials. And so, when <laughs> his last name starts with an R, we knew that we were very limited. Um, but, uh, Grayson Alaric Rivas initially sounds like Gar. Gar. <laughs> and so, if we have a boy, we decided to name him Wyatt Ambrose Rivas. And it's going to be War. Oh. And then we have, you know, and there's so many things we can do. We have gar, we have war, we have car, and then <laughs> bar, and then it kind of gets a little more difficult down yeah. the road. Uh, I think the only one that doesn't actually write out is our girl's name. Um, but my wife and I have decided that maybe that's not what we want to name our girl. And so, well, I mean, that one's still to be determined. So That's, that's, that's nice. Any other, like, future goals or uh, bucket lists? Oh, man, I mean, I can go on and on about buckles. You know, you have the superficial ones, you know, have a sports car, you know. You want to have a sports car? Absolutely. Actually, one of the biggest ambitions I've ever had is having a license to operate any vehicle I wanted. So I wanted You to have get... to have different license? Yes. And so I wanted, you know, you have your driver's license, uh -huh. but I also wanted to get like a CDL license to drive the big vehicles. I wanted to get a helicopter license, or oh, an airplane gotcha. license, a boat license, a ski license. I wanted to be able to have a license for anything that I wanted to, you know, mm -hmm. to do. I feel like that's a cool thing. Uh, and that's something on my bucket list is 
knowing how to operate these vehicles, having that medical background, having that tactical background, that survival background, because being the oldest, I've always had to, I always had the feeling that the only person I could depend on is myself. And so I always wanted to learn those skills so that I wouldn't have to rely on anyone else to be able to succeed. Bruh. I know, I'm sorry. You don't learn. Anyways, well, I guess I was I was going to share some of mine, but mine are, are not very meaningful like that. Hey, why did I tell you about comparing? Not oh, comparing. you're right, you're right, you're right. I want to skydive. Okay. I really wanted to do that for my birthday this year, but I couldn't find anyone who wanted to go with me. I know Daniela wants to skydive too, but I'm I not... I would have done it with you. I'm not sure. You're a father. I asked you and you said, Jackie, well, I'm a father now. <laughs> and I was like, well... I guess I, he, he is. He's not lying. And then, I would have done it Daniela said she wants to do it too, but um, I'm not sure if she's too young. Obviously, she's going to need like that parental consent, and I'm I sure mom... She has to be a certain age, but I would do it too. Yeah, but Let's do it. that's one thing that I really wanted to do. I also want to experience like driving a NASCAR, because like, you know how you can go to like their their race their tracks. tracks yeah and like have that experience i really want to do that i've always said that i want to be a race car driver for like the longest time you drive like one already um i'm gonna do that let's see what else do i want to do i want i really want to learn how to snowboard yeah i feel like i'd be really good yeah not to toot my own horn but is one of those learn how to swim or ride a bike Oh, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Let me learn how to swim first. <laughs> uh, honestly, I feel like, okay, so obviously I don't know how to learn, or I don't know how to swim or ride a bike, but I feel like riding a bike would be fairly easy. I just need to get on. I just need to find <laughs> a bike and just get on and just go. My thing is, I feel like I could easily get on and go, but when the stop in, I, <laughs> I feel like I would just burp and fall. Yeah. That's understandable. No, but yeah, I should probably learn how to swim. Ride a bike, eh. But swim, most likely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's an important thing to learn how to do. Yeah. That's it. I guess have a family, obviously. I, I want to be, be a, a mom. mom. You'd be a really good mom. But also, for me, like, 22, I can wait. Yeah. You still got time. Yeah, but it's also like we're at that, like, point in time. You're only, like, a year ish I'm, older I'm than 24, me right? you're, you're 24, 24 yeah 22 like two but really it's but like a year and age, a half i was already a dad yeah you know we're at that age where it's like it's not like so wow that people are having kids and getting married yeah but like i'm in the point of my life i'm like oh my gosh well, you're fixing to graduate you're, you're fixing to have a degree and have a career and i already have a degree your bachelor's degree there you go um and so wild no yeah. yeah the future is the future is bright for the both of us yeah we're getting there we're getting there and you know just stay true to ourselves absolutely and you know for those li- listening stay true to yourself like don't don't give up it can be hard but um is this one, life? one thing no oh. one thing that i would really want to stress is that Sometimes you have to grow through what you're going through to get to what you want to accomplish Absolutely. in life. So, like, Absolutely. that's an important thing. I know I said that in the last podcast, too, and it's just, I think it's going to be, like, a a very, like, a thing I say in every podcast just so, like, I can hammer it into your system so you yeah. can know. But that's most definitely something that I recommend. 
And yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it was a pleasure. If you ever need me to come back, I'd always be happy for to come sure. back. For sure. I said it last podcast. I'm going to say it again. If you ever, listeners, if you're listening, and if you would like the wise Salvador, my brother, to join us again, let me know. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's it for today's episode. Make sure you stay tuned to next week for episode three. I have two guests for episode three and we'll be discussing things that you'll later get to hear about but thank y'all for having us and hopefully you learned a thing or two have a nice day oh thank you you too (laughs) Bye. bye